I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So I am happy to report that I am broadcasting to you guys from a cool room. Our AC had to get completely redone in our house upstairs, but you know what? It was well worth it because now we have a system that runs even better than the 25-year-old one we had in place before, and I think it's going to be a lot easier to cool this house. So, anywho, not sweating today like I was yesterday. Let's get into the news. So, we have two mini stories here at the top for you guys and then three longer stories. Let's get into it. First up, we told you guys we'd keep you posted about any further blowback from the Russian invasion, and we do have a quick update. It appears that a top general named Sergei Sorovokin has been detained by Russian authorities. This is a rumor through the intelligence community and has not yet been publicly confirmed by Russia, but he was the guy butting heads with the leader of the Wagner group, so it would make sense that the arrest of this guy might be part of the deal struck with the Russian government, or maybe they provided with the Russians with some dirt on him, or maybe he was in on the whole thing. Who knows? But either way, it looks like he's been taken for questioning at a minimum, arrested at the worst. We'll definitely keep you guys posted. And for our second mini story today, threads anyone? We are already obsessed. This new platform run by Instagram is basically a non-Twitter Twitter. It is the exact same concept as Twitter and seemingly functions the way Twitter used to. The reason that it is blowing up like crazy is because it is so easy to connect to it and immediately start finding all your Instagram friends because of how they have seamlessly connected these two apps. Additionally, Elon Musk is putting in some pretty crazy restrictions on Twitter right now. I wouldn't know because I'm no longer on that platform and I was never super active there to begin with. But basically, I have heard through the grapevine that he is putting a limit on how many posts you can view a day unless you pay. So (laughs) kind of getting crazy on there. And I definitely think it seems like that app is going downhill for so many different reasons. But According to Zuckerberg, the new app Threads had 5 million signups in the first four hours that it launched and then over 30 million signups in the first 24 hours. So they have definitely hit on something here. This is just the latest way, though, that Zuckerberg and Musk are coming head to head. So now let's get ready for that cage fight. We'll see. And for our first story today, 
This will be a brief one, but I did want to touch on a 4th of July being marked by mass shootings. So content warning here, this story does involve mass shootings. As I'm sure you guys have heard by now, there was a lot of violence in the United States on the nation's birthday. Many different mass shootings occurred. Philadelphia, Baltimore, Fort Worth, Shreveport. They all had shootings that left at least 15 dead and more than 50 others who were shot but survived. Each shooting obviously has its own story, its own culprit, and its own motivators. But this is definitely an escalation from previous years. And honestly, with all these different shootings having gone down, it is just simply too much to fit into this episode. President Biden, of course, put out a statement condemning this violence. He urged states to put stricter gun laws in place, knowing full well that he has done everything he can for stricter gun laws via executive order. Congress would essentially be a non-starter with Republicans controlling the House. So Biden's hands are kind of tied here. He can't really offer any help beyond his prayers and pressure on the states to take action to protect innocent Americans. And next up, I wanted to dive headfirst into Ron DeSantis hiding something public records. So a report has come out showing that presidential candidate Ron DeSantis is using executive privilege to essentially hide public records from public view. Things like his travel records, he for some reason doesn't want coming out to the public. DeSantis is the only Florida governor to ever do this, which really begs the question, why all the secrecy? What is he afraid of people seeing? What is he spending so much money and time fighting to hide? But this is not the first time that Ron DeSantis has been embroiled in a scandal about hiding things. He was accused by a number of data and healthcare experts of hiding COVID data during the height of the pandemic. He is even secret about secrecy. NBC News requested records about previous administrations, public information requests, and they were denied by DeSantis. So we can't even really compare past administrations to his because he won't release those public records either. For someone claiming that he wants to drain the swamp and essentially end government corruption, he is certainly adding to government secrecy at an alarming rate. This lack of transparency is pretty unprecedented. The Director of Public Access at the Florida Center for Government Accountability has said he's never seen anything like it. He states, quote, It's stunning the amount of material that has been taken off the table from a state that many have considered to be the most transparent. We've quickly become one of the least transparent in the space of four years. End quote. Back in 1992, there was a law passed in Florida, the first of its kind in the country, that preserved the public's right to public records. They literally wrote it into the Constitution. So Florida is a state that takes these things very seriously. They want government transparency. And yet DeSantis is becoming one of the most secretive public leaders in America. 
He even denied public records requests regarding Hurricane Ian, you guys, a mass casualty natural disaster. People need those numbers and we need access to those statistics. But many people are fighting on behalf of the citizens of Florida and working to get this story out so that the whole of America isn't subjected to this type of secrecy should DeSantis be elected president. And that will probably affect a lot of people's votes. But speaking of secrecy, I wanted to dive into Fox News's third major legal dispute of the year ends in a settlement. A woman by the name of Abby Grossberg has sued Fox News for essentially running a toxic and discriminatory workplace. She accused Fox of forcing her into giving false testimony in court, among a lot of other things. She named Tucker Carlson in some of her complaints, as well as other major Fox News producers. Fox News chose to settle with her to the tune of $12 million. But of course, the desire to settle, just like the DeSantis secrecy, makes you kind of wonder, what are they trying to hide? What did Abby have on them? Why were they trying to keep her information from coming out? Abby herself has made a statement where she said, quote, I am hopeful based on our discussions with Fox News today that this resolution represents a positive step by the network regarding its treatment of women and minorities in the workplace, end quote. Abby claims to have experienced sexist and anti-Semitic harassment during her time at Fox. And we have to think at least some of this is true and backed up by evidence because otherwise, why would Fox settle? Of course, I'm sure you guys remember Fox also recently settled with Dominion Voting Systems for $787 million, so close to a billion dollars. They are also currently wrestling with Smartmatic voting systems over similar claims regarding election fraud. The company culture at Fox of toxicity and misinformation is really catching up to them. They're going to have to stick to the truth and be respectful of their employees or pay the price. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, I am for truth no matter who tells it. I'm for justice, no matter who's against it. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop. Tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfree media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. 
You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oklahoma. Oklahoma.